In today's episode, I'm going to tell you how you can have the best 2021 ever by asking the right questions. We're going to talk about how to set your goals. I'm going to ask you questions. You're going to need to stop the podcast at points. You're going to need a pen and paper because I'm going to ask you some questions you need to write down. And I'm going to tell you and give you a great exercise which will fire you up and get you going to have your best year ever. See you on the other side. Hello and welcome to Series 3 of the Footballers Mindset Podcast. I'm Rob Blackburn. Welcome back. I know I haven't been with you for quite a few months. It's actually about five months to be fair. And I have been terrible. I've been terrible. I've been awful. It's one of my biggest disappointments of the year is stopping the podcast when it was flowing really well. And I could give you a shitload of excuses really. I could tell you what's been going on with my year and how things have affected me and I'll tell you all about it in a little bit but first of all I'm going to tell you now every week for the next 12 weeks I've committed to series 3 I'll be doing a podcast I'm here to help you be better feel better be a better footballer be a better human being be a better person because at the time now times are strange times are hard most of us are in a tier 3 lockdown and we're looking for some certainty and some clarity because at the at this time there isn't much certainty around. And there's this saying which is the only uncertainty in life is there's constant uncertainty. You're always going to be in uncertainty. Shit's always going to go wrong. And one of the biggest lessons I've had this year is is the kind of paradoxes. And we expect these certain things so we expect to always win, but we can't have winning without losing because it has to work in equilibrium, right? So it's like you can't have predators without prey because the world wouldn't work. You can just have predators. It just doesn't work like that. The same as you can't have winning without losing. You can't have just admiration. It's a big learning that I've had. You can't just be admired the whole time. Even the best people out there still get criticised. You can't have admiration without criticism. You have to have both. Support without challenge. Got to have both. It's mad how it, it kind of works. And when you figure it out. Ah, oh, I was just expecting to win the whole time. I wasn't expecting the losses. I'm going to go through a couple of my losses from this year. Because the whole point of this is I want to be completely honest. Completely open. No bullshit. No fluff. I'm just telling you how it is from my point of view. So my year this year. I've had some great things happen. As you know, I've done two marathons in two days. I've written a book, which will be out soon, which I'm looking forward to. But I've always had, also had some shit happen to me. So since we last spoke, my mum's been diagnosed with basically terminal cancer. So she's got secondary breast cancer. It's spread to her lungs. It's spread to her bones. It's spread to her abdomen, stomach. Obviously, it's in her breast. And... She's not been in a great way. And it's kind of knocked me a little bit. Mentally, I feel pretty decent. I feel all right. But my body is showing signs of stress. So like I've got an eczema. I've had this like um, beard alopecia that's come out, which is a sign of stress. So mentally, I feel all right. But my biggest organ, which is my skin, is showing signs of stress. And if I didn't do this stuff, like you've been listening to me on the podcast, right? 
I didn't see my partner or my fiance and my stepson for, well, nearly half the year because she's been in Liverpool and I'm down south. So there's been a few things going on. But as I said, if I didn't do all this mindset training stuff, then I would be up shit creek right now. And you don't realise how important it is until you need it. Because what we do is most of the time we react to situations, right? Instead of being proactive, we need to be proactive because when the shit does hit the proverbial fan, we're ready. But what most of us do is we wait. We wait, we wait, we wait. And then we react and we're reactive to situations. Especially now, this time of year, when it comes to... I know a lot of people listening are footballers, but you're going to start this new health kick. And you're like, well, I'm going to start now. And you're reacting to the situation rather than being proactive about it in the first place. And today is all about having plans. Today is all about having a strategy. Today is planning to have... And we always say this, the best 2021 ever or the best year ever. But you can only do that if you plan, prepare. Otherwise, if you don't, if you fail to prepare, then you're prepared to fail. And that's the truth. So I spend the next three to five days going through planning, sharpening the axe as you will to prepare to cut down the trees. Because if you don't do that, you're flying by the seat of your pants. And most people, and the truth is most people are stuck spinning their wheels. They're stuck. They're, they're completely stuck. And like we all need coaches, right? And I have coaches. But you are your best coach. You can analyse your performance if you ask the right questions. And that's what I'm here to do today. I'm here to ask you questions that can help you. So get a pen and paper. Pause this podcast at the moment and I want you to write down some things because then it was things will start becoming clearer because if we live in our heads, we are struggling. We get overwhelmed. Overwhelmed is we have so many things going on that we can't cope. But if we write things down, if we make a list of all the things we got going on, we can go, right, I'm going to tick that one off, tick that one off, tick that one off. And success comes down to the simple things that you do daily. It's daily habits and routines. It's consistency over time. That's all it is. Consistency over time. Simplicity. Gilberto Silva said, Gilberto Silva said when he came on the podcast, keep it simple. And that's so true for anything that you do in the first podcast of my book is keep it simple. Keep it simple. Tick off boxes and you will win. If you don't do that, you will fail. I've failed many times this year. So I'm going to go through like just to have clarity and just to, for me to be honest so you can see what I do. So the first question is, what's your biggest disappointments of 2020? That's the first question. So I want you to, stop, what you to do is stop the podcast as you're listening to this and then write it down. So I'm going to tell you some disappointments from me that I had in 2020. And this is a good thing. Or you could call these perceived failures. These are perceived failures. So I didn't get as many as I wanted in to my Mindset Reset program. I believe it's one of the best things out there. And when people do it, they get massive results. People who have been in there got massive results. But people, Some people can't see the value in it. So I didn't get as many in of the program as I wanted to. But that's cool. I spent too much of my time fucking around. Didn't use my planner as much as I should. Spent too, 
far too much time on my phone. My screen time was far too high. That's one thing that I've set. So as you can see here, from your disappointments, you can turn things around. Finished the podcast too early. Didn't have enough clarity. I didn't email enough. So you can, if you want to get my emails, right? I'm going to tell you now, go to www.footballmistakesfreeaudiobook.com. I think that's what it is. So footballmistakesfreeaudiobook.com. Pretty sure I'll clarify that at the end. But then you can read my emails because I didn't send enough. I didn't post enough on Instagram or LinkedIn. I could commit a lot more. I didn't find the right environment to work. I didn't play enough golf. Although some of that was not in my control. Ate too much shit. Ate too much chocolate. And I I purchased a program and I didn't complete it all the way through to the end. So there are some disappointments I had. There's nothing wrong with being disappointed. You can't always win. As I said, you can't have winning without losing. There's always perceived failures. But if you write these down, you can then ask the question... What did you learn from that? What did you learn from that? So what did I learn? I didn't have enough strategy. I didn't plan and execute on time. Sometimes I went for the quick wins. I took the easy option. I wasn't disciplined enough. So that's what I that's what I learned from that. And then what could you do differently from that? So now you've seen these. If, if you could go through that again, go through next year, what would you do differently? So that's the question you need to ask. And, and mean, mine would be to strategize strategize and execute more so i can join an accountability group which i've done i've joined two okay i didn't use my planner enough which one of my new goals is to use my planner daily didn't find the right environment and in that i need to find the right environment to work so what i've been doing is i've been working with Bournemouth football club's first team been working with the manager too so i spoke to him and i said listen when this covid is over how about I come into the offices and work in Bournemouth Football Club and then I'm around the right environment. So that's what I needed to do. I didn't didn't post or email enough, so I'm going to add that into my morning routine. And then I finished the podcast way too early. I love, I do love doing the podcast. I love speaking to guests, finding out. It makes me learn. So what am I doing now? Asking for more guests. I can do it on my own. I can do Q&As. So that's the question that you need to ask. The question you need to ask is, what could you do differently? So first three questions. Disappointments of 2020. What did you learn? What could you do differently? And then, what did you win at? What was your wins? So, wins for me, I didn't lose my shit when I couldn't see my fiancé. Dealt quite well with my mum being diagnosed with terminal cancer. I've run two marathons in two days. Cross country with £50 on my back. Raised six thousand pound in five days for a kid that can walk i wrote a book in 30 days needs to be edited but wrote a book in 30 days that's pretty cool so what wins did you have and how comes you won at them what made you win at them and what you'll find is that these are linked to your values so i've got a values training if anyone wants to do the values training right here's something for you i want you to reach out and message me email me at Rob at the footballers mindset and I will send you the values training that we do in mindset reset that's a promise because you're taking action and then you can find out what your actual values are and they're not the things that you think they are they're not your social idealisms which are honesty integrity 
all them kind of bullshit things that we want people to think of us. If you actually live to your true values, which mine are leadership, helping people, exercise, self-development, relationship, then people will see you as integral. People will see you as honest because you're living to your true values. So if you want to find out what yours are, email me, rob at thefootballersmindset.com and I will send you back. Just write, Rob, can you send me the values? And I'll be like, yeah, cool. So there's a few questions that you could ask. And the next question is, what what's the things that you should be doing? So we use the word should. What oh, I should be doing this. And then you're shoulding all over the place. If you're shoulding all, all over the place, obviously you need a plastic bag to pick it up, right? If you're not doing your shoulds, that you're struggling. And a lot of the time that's not because you're not linking it to your values. You're not linking your shoulds to your values. If you link your shoulds to your values, you're more than likely to get them done. So I want you to write a list of the things that you should have done. I should be doing this. And the question is, now, how can you turn them into musts? How can you turn them shoulds into musts? Okay. That's the question you need to ask yourself. How do I turn the shoulds into must? How does shoulds must? I should exercise more. How do you turn that into a must? How do you keep yourself accountable to that? How do you make sure you do it? Who can help you? There's loads of questions that you can ask. I should be meditating more, for example, but you don't do you because you use the word should, so you don't do it. So how do you go about doing that? Who can help you? How do you go about doing that more often? Who could you get to help you? Okay, so the next question, after you've wrote down the things you should be doing and how you can turn them into musts, is if you can prove one skill this year, what would it be? If you're going to prove one skill this year, what would it be? What would that skill be? And that could be writing, that could be language, that could be something to do with your football training. What would that skill be? Okay. And then the next question is, who can you get to help you with that? Who could help you with that? So what skill could you improve this year? Who could you get to help you with that? Because most of the time we're scared to ask for help and we need to ask for help. We need mentors, we need coaches, but what do you know what we do? Our ego and pride gets in the way, so guess what we do? We don't ask anyone for help. We try and do it on our own, which is a massive mistake. It's something that I used to do. It's one of my biggest weaknesses. I was like, oh, I'll figure it out on my own. Do you know what? That's cool. But it takes you a hell of a lot longer than saying, listen, can you help me? Can you help me with this? And then shortcut the result. So that's the next one. Some more questions for you. What are your top five goals for this year? What do you want to achieve this year? What are your top five goals for this year? If you could just reach five goals, what would it be? And what we don't want you to do is be a one-dimensional douchebag. A lot of people, men especially, are one-dimensional douchebags. They're all, like, for example, they're all football, 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 football. Neglect family. Neglect having fun. You want to be a five, six, seven dimensional douchebag. Not just all in on one area. 
because it leads to disappointment in other areas. For example, as I said, when I helped men in the city, they were all finance, 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 neglect the family. They said their excuse, I was doing it all for my family. I'm doing it for my family. The family just wanted time. The wife wanted time. The kids wanted time. A lot of time it would end up in divorce. So they end up building all this money and having to give it away, which is ridiculous. So what's your top five goals for this year? And the next question is, what's the strategy you need to use? What's the strategy you need to use to get there? Remember, all of this is process driven. So we have our outcomes, the goal, and then we need to figure the rungs of the ladder. What do we need to do? What things do we need to put in place to get there? And then we need to focus on the processes. So what strategies do you need to use? How do we get there? Because most of us want to go from the bottom of the ladder to the top of the ladder in one jump. And it's just not possible. And then we get disheartened when it doesn't happen. You have to take the first rung of the ladder. Then you have to take the second. And then the third. And then the fourth. And then the fifth. And it's small processes and small steps. Remember, success doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Like when you're looking at other people, you're looking at other people's success, you're just seeing the tip of the iceberg, not everything they do underneath, not the training that they do, not the time that they're putting in, not the late nights. You're looking just at the wins and that's where you want to get to. Success takes time. So what's the strategy you need to use? What obstacles might you face? Because there's always going to be obstacles. If you look at any story, any film, if you look at any Disney film, there's always obstacles along the way. The, the hero at the start, we have a hero at the start, and then he, he has to go on an adventure. It's never just a smooth ride, is it? If it was a smooth ride, no one would watch the film. It'd be a boring film. We need to figure out the steps along the way like and what the obstacles are. The, the hero always has an obstacle to overcome or a villain to overcome. That's the obstacle, and they normally defeat the obstacle in the end, and then you go, yay, they they won, which is great. So what's the obstacles you're going to face? So what obstacles might face? And then what's the strategy to get around the obstacle? So if you hit that obstacle, when you hit that obstacle, which you will do, because that obstacle is always going to be there, that's why you haven't got there in the first place, because you hit an obstacle and you've gone back. You end up repeating the same pattern. You go, you start off. And you go, yeah, I've got this, I've got this, got this. You hit an obstacle and you go, oh, and then you go back to the way you were. And you keep cycling round and round and round. Until you get over that obstacle, you're not going to take the next step. And then when you take the next step, there'll be another obstacle. There's always going to be, what you have to understand is there's always going to be obstacles along the way. And it's like going up a mountain. For example, you're going to climb a mountain. You're not just going to have a smooth ride to the top of the mountain, are you? You're going to have obstacles, you're going to have crevices, you're going to have ledges there's going to be a struggle you expect the struggle expect the struggle don't expect it to be easy as i said the only certainty in life is there's constant uncertainty constant obstacles constant struggle but you feel good when you get over the struggle don't expect it to be any different and the next question if you could achieve one thing this year, what would it be? If you could just achieve one thing this year to be happy, what would it be? Because the truth is, you're more like I've asked you to write five goals. You're you're probably not going to hit five goals. But if you could achieve one of them, 
goals that you've written down, what one would it be? See, for me, I'm going to tell you right now is to have an Amazon number one bestseller on my book, Head in the Game. That's my number one. Because I know it will open up more opportunities for me. So that's what I'm planning to do. So if you could hit one of them goals, what would it be? So it's just some questions to think before I start getting the guests on. So write stuff down. Living your head doesn't work. And I want to finish off with this. This is an exercise that I've recently done. It's called Traits of the Greats. So get down your pen and paper. I want you to write down three people that you really admire. So I want you to write down three people that you really admire. So for example, one for me might be Cristiano Ronaldo. Two might be Sir Alex Ferguson. Three would be my partner Jenny. So let's take these three people. So three people you really admire. And that could be someone who's close to you. It could be your family members. It could be a friend. It could be someone famous. It could be partner, dad, mum, brother, sister, teammate, your manager. Three people that you really admire. Write it down. And then I want you to write down the trait that they have. What trait is it you like in them? Say, for example, my first one, Ronaldo. Hard work. That's his trait. Cristiano Ronaldo, hard work. Two, Alex Ferguson. What's the trait? Leadership. Great leader. Three, my partner Jenny, resilience. Constantly resilient. If you've listened to the podcast with really bad anxieties, come through it. Constant resilience. So three people that you admire and the trait about them. So sit and write this down. I want you to pause this podcast until you get to this next, until you've got them written down and then you can go to this bit. And here's what it is. The three traits that you've written down are the three traits that you see in yourself. So they're your three best traits. So mine, for example, they're hardworking, leadership, resilience. They're three traits that I see in myself. And the three traits that you've written down are three traits that you see in yourself. And it's the same as if you don't like someone. It'd be the traits that you don't like yourself or it goes completely against your values. And I said, if you want to get a values training, feel free to message me email me, message me on Instagram, so at the footballers mindset, rob at the footballers mindset.com and I'll send you the values training. It's, it's very enlightening, eye-opening. And then you can link all this stuff together because the reason you're not doing what you want to do, what you want to do, the reason you're not getting to where you want to be is because you're not living to your true values. Your shoulds need to be linked to your values. You need to realize that you're hard working. You're a leader, you're resilient. That you put all this stuff together and you will win to have a great 2021. So that's podcast one. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've got a lie out of it. It's just some questions to get you thinking. You have to, the whole point of me doing this is to ask questions. I ask questions, then it opens up things in your brain that makes you think differently. You'll start getting ideas. So what do you want? What do you actually want? And then aim towards it. And then have a strategy to get there. Otherwise, you're just constantly going to be pissing in the wind. You're constantly going to be spinning your wheels and frustrated. 
don't want you to be frustrated. I want you to win. If you have any questions for me, if you have any questions, feel free to email me. You know the email just now, robertthefootballersmindset.com. Message me and I'll answer on the podcast from next week. I'll have some guests on. I've got quite a few lined up. I've got a new like, guest host who's going to come on with me, who's been working with me closely, who I really admire. So probably have him on next week, which will be pretty cool. So get them questions down. Write it down. Send them to me. Keep yourself accountable. If I can see something in there, I will help you with it. So message me. Have a great new year. Have a great week. Let's get you on this. Let's get you going. Let's make this year the best year ever for you. And it starts off with just ticking boxes. Just start off with the little things. Consistency over time wins time over time after time after time after time. Same as if you're a player, would you want one great game, five bad games? No, consistency. Consistency wins. So that's me for today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you do me a massive favour, go onto the podcast, Apple site, and give me a five-star review. That would be great. I'd love you forever. Share this with your friends. Share this if you can. Screenshot the podcast. Put it onto your Instagram stories. Share this out because people will need to hear this because, listen, you want to help your friends too. You want to help your friends and family win. So that's me for today. I will see you next week. Laters. Thanks for listening to the Footballer's Mindset podcast. As I said, for a limited time only, you can go and get my free audio book, The Five Biggest Mistakes Professional Footballers Make When It Comes to Improving Their Inner Game by going to www.footballmistakesfreeaudiobook.com. Go and get it now. You won't regret it. I promise you.